Straight Talk 1400. And we are on the line with a friend of mine, Amanda Thomas. And I believe you are in uh, Springfield, Illinois right now. Is that right, Amanda? Yes, sir. How are you, my friend? Doing good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you are a transformational speaker and overall like a um, mental health wellness kind of professional. Is that right? Yeah, just mental health and wellness advocate. Um, I'm trained in hypnotherapy. I do some healing experiences with clients, and I just love all things mindset and transformation. Mm -hmm. So explain to me kind of what uh, some of that looks like and and, uh, and, uh, and what what you're uh, trying to do specifically. Yeah, so I'm on a mission, Craig, just to awaken as many people as possible to the power within themselves. I've been on quite the healing journey over the past few years, and now I'm just in a place where I feel ready to speak and teach and write some of the things that have helped me and to help others get through some of their darker days. Right, and uh, why don't we uh, go ahead and, and tell our listeners uh, uh, some of, uh, and I don't want to uh, bum you out too bad, but, but we tell us, uh, some of our listeners, about what you've kind of been through. Now, I met you years ago, and, um, and you're an actress. You're a really good actress. Uh, I worked with you for, I think, a couple of years uh, training uh, police officers in CIT, crisis intervention training, which we talk about a lot here on the radio. Um, and then you sort of just left and uh, went away. I, I knew you were going to get married or something like that. And then you kind of disappeared and we didn't see you for a while. And then I saw you on Facebook and I had found out uh, that you had gone through some stuff. Do you want to talk to that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So this is uh, pretty accurate. I think I left Illinois when I was about 24 years old. And so it's been a little while and I was Honestly, I didn't have any plans. My brother said, hey, come live with me for a while, get out of the small town and see what you want to do with your life. And I I did. I decided to take that risk because it's something that was completely out of my comfort zone. It was something that was fully new to me, the idea of, oh, I have other options than just staying where I'm at for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And so I, um, yeah, so I just, I went ahead and tried it out. I moved to Maryland for a little while. And I was fully into like the acting and comedy and I thought it was going to be kind of my future there. And instead, I, of course, met a guy who kind of put me off track and I sort of just settled down a little bit. And, you know, a few years later, things got pretty toxic. We had moved to Dallas and things got a little bit out of control. Um, And I was just I was just kind of living my life without an intention. I didn't have any actual um, plans. I was just letting life live for me. I wasn't being the director of my life, which kind of like kind of bit me in the butt later on. And here I was, you know, by the end of 2018, I was trying to end this toxic relationship. I was financially just a hot mess. I was in, you know, massive debt. I was in a career that really wasn't suited for me. I was doing, you know, I wasn't making any progress in that career. And before I knew it, I was at rock bottom, just mentally, physically, emotionally, and I ended up getting an eviction notice. I had the notice on my door. I had no other means. I was just right there where it's like, oh, my God, how did I get to this point where everything had just spiraled so far out of control? I didn't recognize my life. I didn't recognize myself anymore. And so I had a decision. I could either go back to Illinois, stay with my mom, or I could finally face up to the fact that I I have to do something. I have to find these answers that 
you know, tell me what this really, this life really is about and who the heck I really am. And so I packed up a few things, Craig, and I decided I'm just going to live in my car temporarily mm. until I figure some things out, until I just, just, till I get back to center. And it was not a really fun experience waking up in Walmart parking lots every morning and going to the bathroom at the gas stations in the middle of the night. And, you oh know, my it, gosh. Was, it was, yeah, but it, it was, it was a rough, time and it unfortunately took me a little bit longer than I would like I think it was about a year a little over a year even just living out of that car but I sure did learn who I was that year and I found the answers that I needed and I didn't think that I could do that by taking kind of the easy route and going home because I had a lot of you know programming and you know past belief systems that weren't serving me and I felt like going back to my hometown wasn't going to help me to heal those it was probably going to trigger those a little bit more Mm -hmm. and so I did the work and I did what I have to do and I took risks and you know when I look back at my life I took a risk in leaving home in the first place I took a risk by moving from Maryland to Dallas I took a risk in a lot of different ways and and I'm not regretful of that anymore I'm simply just happy that I finally figured out what the right path is for me and now I'm in this you know process of healing on my own and helping others heal and I have a bigger picture in mind and that's what's important well let let me ask you this what let's back it up just a a little bit What, what did it feel like for you when you when you were when you woke up one morning and you realized I'm, I'm in a Walmart parking lot, I'm going to have to go into that bathroom, mm-hmm. public bathroom. What did it feel like? How bad did it get for you, Amanda? Yeah, so it was initially, I think the reason why initially it was, I think initially it was just shock. My body was honestly just in shock. I was mentally in shock. I was in this survival mode. So it took a while for all of it to catch up to me. I would say it took a good like four to six months for it to really catch up to me that this is my reality. Mm -hmm. Like I am here. And so I had some pretty dark days and I wish I could say like, you know, oh my God, I was forced to live in my car and all of a sudden I took action and I changed my life around and I, you know, became the conductor of my life. But it didn't happen that easily. It took a long time for me to realize, okay, how did I get here in the first place? I had to backtrack. I had to learn that, you know, there are, there are things that happened in my past that led me to this point and I could continue to play the victim mode or I could say, you know, that yes, that happened to me. Unfortunately, these things happened, but I can change. I'm the one that can change this. I'm the one that can be the hero of this story. Wow, that that's really inspiring. And and uh, we just the reason. I mean, we hear so many stories about people that go to get to the point of being homeless, and it goes a different direction. It can go the drug direction or or even worse things, uh, if you can think about that. And uh, and it's inspiring that you were able to to figure this out. Now, part of moving out, like you said, is maybe falling on your face a little bit. We all kind of do that. But um, this got pretty low down, didn't it? This got pretty desperate <laughs> yeah. and, and pretty, uh, uh, you know, uh, something has to change here. Or, or you can't really give up when you're in survival mode, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think we all get to this point in our life where we have that feeling of, oh my God, there has to be something more. There has to be more to this life than what I've witnessed so far. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm grateful that I had that intuition knowing like, yes, there is something more. There is a greater picture to this life. If I just keep going like just inch by inch, day by day, you know, that's the best that I could do at the time. And that's okay because it got me to the right point. And then 
you know, once you start living your life a little bit more intentionally and saying, this is my intention, I want to figure out how can I find, you know, happiness in my life, fulfillment in my life, purpose in my life. And once I started asking the right questions, then, you know, the universe or God or whoever you want to call it started showing me the answers, giving me the answers. I was starting to connect with the right people. I was simple as finding a YouTube video that inspired me, that helped me get through that night. You know, little things that you can do and simply just start with right where you're at and start, you know, with and just using what you can. It's so important to just get through these darker times. Was there was there some moment of epiphany or some event that uh, just triggered all this positivity that that uh, you're able to hold on to now or or did it was it just like you, you said, maybe just a gradual thing? I feel like it was more gradual, but I will say when I was introduced to um, two things, one was called um, Mind Valley. It's like a personal development digital course program. Um, and then I was introduced to Marissa Peer, who became my mentor later on in her program called Rapid Transformational Therapy. And she had a video. I remember specifically one night where I was watching a YouTube video and the title of it was You Are Enough. And I'm like, enough, enough of what? Like, I was so confused. It was like reading a foreign language. I was like, I'm enough of what? I sure don't have enough. Like, that's for sure. And so I watched this video. And for some reason, those three words did truly transform my life and making sure that I realized I am worthy. I am deserving. And yes, I am. I'm enough. Like, I can can have the things that I want to have. And I don't have to feel guilty for having these things. You know, there's a belief that, you know, when I started doing work, not quite during this time, but probably about a year or so later when I started doing some healing work, like through hypnosis and different mindset techniques, it's like this belief in me was simply like there's all these things that I want in my life, all these things I want to create, but they're not available to me. And that's a really common belief that we share is, you know, the things that I want are not available to me. And that's just, you know, that's just a load of crap. Like there are so many things that we can have in our lives that we are just programmed to, you know, through childhood or through, you know, lifetimes just of being told, well, oh, we could, like in my family, oh, we could never have that or we could never afford that. Oh, it's so nice that other people get to go on vacation or other friends have these toys, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's just kind of these little things that we pick up as we're growing up for like, okay, all right, so that makes sense. Like other people get to have this lifestyle. I don't get to have this lifestyle. And it's just, again, you have to decide, like, I'm in control here. I get to change those belief systems. I I think there are people, you know, all across our culture that are, that are, uh, trapped in these lives of quiet desperation, and and they may be they may have a roof over their head, they may be a comfortable and be in a comfortable living situation, but they may not be anywhere near uh, where they need to be as far as self love and and things like that. Can you talk to that a little bit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that it's so important to understand that you have to love yourself enough to make these changes, and it does it does come from taking responsibility for your life and saying that. You know, I have to release the emotional attachments from those past experiences and events, and I have to decide to live in this present moment. Because once we're in the present moment, we can see the reality of the fact of everything that actually truly is available to us, all the resources that we have at our fingertips. We live in a world where 
you can get on Google and see billions of search results, you know. So if you need help, if you need something to help you and guide you to the the end game of where you want to be at in life, there are so many free resources. There's so many free opportunities for you to look into and connections and different Facebook groups and different things like that. You know, community events, you know, now that COVID's wrapping up, it's like you can get out there and start to choose who you're putting your time in with, who you want to associate with and what different you know, what, what are you reading? What are you watching? Like, mm-hmm. it's up to you what you're feeding into your mind and what you're feeding into your body. So, you know, releasing the emotional attachment from past experiences is so important. Mm-hmm. And then that way you can decide more clearly of what you really do want for your future and then loving yourself enough to take those steps to do it. Right. I think that may be easier said than done, though, to, to release all these things that are so uh, instilled in us, you know, all through our through our lives. Mm-hmm. Some of the uh, the negative stuff that we say to ourselves uh, every well, that's not for me. That's for other people. Uh, is it a process that you get to where you are now or is it? Uh, or just this day I understand this thing and I'm going to make these decisions going forward or is it just sort of a process of letting go of all that? It's a, it's a process and we all have days, you know, it doesn't matter how much work you've done. You all have days where you're going to have some negative thinking, but the point is your mind responds to the words that you tell it and the pictures that you show it. So if you can decide very proactively that at least, two minutes a day, I'm going to sit and close my eyes and envision the life that I want for myself. And I'm going to tell myself positive things. Even those two minutes can be a great benefit to you. And you, you, the more that you do it, it's just like a muscle that is flexed, you know, so a muscle that is trained. So you just, you constantly, you know, try and do this a little bit more repetitively. And then the mind learns through repetition and, oh yeah, it makes more sense that we tell ourselves these better things. I feel better when I say these things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it's, it really is, it's a practice and, and it's no one's ever perfect. It's never going to be perfect, but you, you can't control the first thought that you have, but you can control the second thought that you have. Wow. That's, yeah, that's really interesting. And uh, so why don't you tell our, our listeners a little bit, where, where are you now? Are, are, you're not living in your car anymore. Where are you now? <laughs> no. no. So I actually have come full circle where I am back living in my hometown because, you know, a year ago, you know, kind of in the middle of things, my, my lease was up and I was, you know, transitioning into this new career. And so I'm like, I'm ready. I feel prepared to move back to the hometown. I'm, uh, I, I'm staying with my mom uh, for a little bit and it ended up being the most it's been the most like healing and transformative year for me just to kind of settle back into my roots in a really positive way. And then, um, you know, so, and then I'm also able to get this business off the ground where I'm able to speak and to, you know, do some hypnosis packages with clients and different things like that. It's been really fun and really eye opening. And so, yeah, so just full circle for me. And, and again, you know, life is a, a process and healing is a process and I'm still working through some things, but I'm excited to see where the next, you know, the next year takes me. Well, I am too. And I'm excited for you. Um, and uh, now you're, are you, are you sort of mentoring people on your own and, and uh, trying to show people what you've learned mm-hmm. and that they can, they can change the way things are? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I love being able to work with people. I'm on, um, a mission to, you know, really transform millions of lives. So for me, I'm trying to 
just kind of more clearly articulate and direct, you know, which, what does that really look like for me? What does that look like in my mind? So I, I mean, I'm still figuring it out too, Craig, just like all of us, but I'm excited to see where it takes me and I'm enjoying the process. That, that's so exciting. And I'm so, so happy to hear this. Uh, you know, I remember when I knew you back in the day, uh, you, you were a stand-up comedian and you were a very <laughs> funny stand-up comedian, but I got to tell you, uh, you could see your rage and your pain sort of real close to the top there. You know what I mean? And uh, and I'm yeah. I'm friends with you now on Facebook, and and you seem like just a different whole person. And I'm not saying that you were mean or anything like that, but um, in some of your acting, you could you could see some that emotion was really close to the top, and uh, yeah. and it seems like you've been able to get some control over what you uh, what you think and what you and what you know what you like you said the first thought you can't control, but the second one you can. That, that's I think that's my big takeaway from this. That's just a great thing to consider. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know. And and I think that's so funny that you said that. I'm glad you brought it up because as I'm like reintroducing myself to the world and I'm living more authentically and like living my truth, it took me a while to get to this point because I'm like, there's so many people that know me from a past life almost, you know, from these past, you know, uh, careers that I was in and different things that I would do. And so it was almost like, is am I going to be accepted for who I am now? You know, I'm not quite the funny, self-deprecating, you know, highly emotional person that I was back then. <laughs> right. You know, I was like, and I, I probably was more entertaining then, but at the same time, for me, this is much better. I'm more at peace in my life and I feel more grounded. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with where I'm at. Well, that's great. Well, if there's somebody out there who fe- who's feeling a little bit desperate or who's feeling a little bit, um, uh, you know, uh, kind of what is what is this about and, and what are some first steps for me and things like that? What, what would you suggest that they do? Um, honestly, I would love for them to go to my website and utilize some free resources on there and follow me on social media because I do my very best to post content that is helpful. I would love for them to listen to my podcast because my podcast was created to support my listeners inner evolution. Mm-hmm. So I I fully believe that just helping others align with their highest potential, then they're going to be able to offer their highest level of contribution to our world. And that is the world that we all need to be living in, that we all want to be living in, where we're operating from our highest self and highest levels of creativity and offering what we can to the world. Wow, that's, that's inspiring. That's really, really great. Well, go ahead, plug your, uh, plug your website, tell us how they can get in touch with you, because I think this is uh, some yeah. great stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So go ahead and just go to my website, powerthroughhealing.com. And my podcast is Power Through Healing with Amanda Thomas. Powerthroughhealing.com. And, and then they can also follow you on Facebook. Is that correct? Yeah, Facebook um, and then also Instagram. So Amanda Thomas is, is, is her name. And uh, Power Through Healing. Say that website again. I, I just wrote that and then didn't put the dot com or anything. That's okay, powerthroughhealing.com, Power. and that'll lead you to all my social links and also my podcast. That is, that's outstanding. I'm so glad you're doing well, and uh, it's nice to, uh, to talk to you again, and uh, I hope you'll come back and do some acting with CIT sometime whenever you feel like the time is right. Uh, yeah, I hope so. That'd be so fun. Yeah, it would. We had a really nice time uh, in the old days together, and uh, I just think the, the world and all of you, Amanda, and I'm glad you're doing well, and uh, thanks for being on here with me today. Thank you, Craig. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, my pleasure. This is our friend Amanda Thomas on 1400 Straight Talk, KJFF.